We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gonna pop in here for a couple minutes, I can say hello to you. Mr. Wanstead. Dave Wanstead. Shane, wake up. NFL head coach for 11 years. The Bears came in here and Dave Wanstead. There's a happy group of overachievers that have been well coached. College football national champion. A number of legends here tonight. Dave Wanstead. Super Bowl champion. Dave Wanstead, one of my, you know, really idols. Football analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. I'm going to miss you guys. You know, I'm heading out of here tomorrow. <laughs> we know. We know. We're still well, going to talk to you, And though. it will be 5 o'clock when we talk next week on our show. It will be 5 o'clock. Right. In Naples, Florida, and I will have a cocktail. All right, and I may have a cigar. Nah, you, you won't catch me at home just just lighting up a cigar. Dave Wanstead with us on the hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. You can see him on our Twitch and YouTube stream. He is our friend and yours, the most interesting man in football, Dave Wanstead. Hello, coach. Danny, what's up? Hey, can you hear me okay? This isn't doesn't seem sound as clear as when I'm on my uh, phone with my headset. Is the sound loud and clear? Sound good to me. Danny, we good? We got a thumbs up here? Yeah. Oh, it's great, Coach. All right, so, Dave, when you call me before the hit and ask if it's okay, is that not good enough for you? When they were doing the introduction, I did not like how it sounded. It sounded a little choppy to me. That's on me. I'll I'll take that as a note. It's on Tanny. He's the bottom half of the the skills in this. Tanny. Yeah, all right, Tanny. I got you. All right, what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Hey, uh, Coach, let's talk football. What do you think? You like that idea? I like it. I've been talking it all afternoon. A lot of different, lot of different um, shows, a lot of different uh, uh, conversations I've had. What do you want to talk? You well, to tell, tell, I want, I want you to spill, spill some tea. Who have you been talking to? What's going well, on? I, I don't know. I uh, – okay. Uh, it sounds like the Dallas coach is staying. It sounds like the Eagles coach is staying. The Bears just keep there. It must be Rolodex and uh, hiring an, uh, interviewing uh, Cliff Kingsbury, another offensive coordinator. He'll never run the ball. Uh, I like Cliff. He's a good guy, but he, you know, good. That'd be worst mistake Flus could make. Now, if they're going to hire him as quarterback coach, it might be good and draft uh, Caleb Williams. That all makes sense, but. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, he he just he, he no. 
What? Why? <laughs> Keep going. Keep. Why? 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 Because he likes to throw the ball. What else? Too much. Too much, Coach. I'm. We got to be balanced here. Let's not lose our heads over this stuff. Okay. Please. Peter, but, when, but did Peter King just say that he likes to likes, likes to run the ball? No. Yeah, about an hour ago, Peter King said that Cliff Kingsbury's Arizona Cardinals teams led the league in yards per carry one year. Oh. But but I I think you're more a fan of of rushing attempts, Coach. Like like what it does to a defense to like have them think you might do it. You know. Well, why do you why do you think the Buffalo Bills have gotten better the last? six weeks of the season they were running it 25 times a game on an average they made the coordinate coordinator change mm-hmm. now they're running it about 36 times a game that's what's made the difference there okay uh everybody wants to talk about jordan love oh my goodness he's so great you know he's brett Favre. he's aaron Rodgers. he might be give him credit he played fantastic but let's be real the reason the the lifeline in that Green Bay defense is Aaron Jones running the football. Dallas was played. Dallas played fifty percent of their snaps in nickel and dime defense. For our listeners, that's one defense back is nickel. You take the linebacker out, so you got five DBs. You take two linebackers out. It's dime defense. They played half the game. I don't know what. They were thinking down there in Dallas, but it sure as heck didn't match up when you're handing the ball to Aaron Jones. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, I, you're getting me off track here. No, I, I, a, I think this is. Take a sip, yeah, t- take a sip. A sip yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah, it's five o'clock <laughs> where you are. But but here's here's the thing, coach. It's relevant because of the games we're watching and because of the dream offense you want the Bears to build. You guys see this? Greg Olson on Twitter was talking about how that nothing is better on first down than under center play action. He said, like, you are going to get the most yards if you pass the ball from under center using play action on first down. And then a numbers wonk said, let me look that up. And he backed it up, and it's it's devastating how correct that is. And to me, it's fascinating, Coach, because it's not about – volume of running it's not about it's it's just about the threat of it and them thinking that you're going to and under center man I, I just I hope the next guy does things under center a little bit more Green Bay with that that Aaron Jones running game under center looks like it opens things up for Jordan Love time after time after time yeah it, it's uh yeah it's just common sense I mean you know Greg Olson I love him but uh uh yeah, I mean, your best running game is when the quarterback is under center and the tailback is in that eye, it dotted position, as we say, right behind him. It, there's a lot more options. Run right, run left. Run right, cut it back left. When you get in the shotgun and he's offset, you're really limited as far as the backs hate that, hate that. Uh, so, yes, when you get up under center, everybody's anticipating that it could be a run, and now it sets up your play-action pass, and then you do it on first down, it, it even uh, makes it that much better. So, yeah, everything that uh, Greg's saying is right on point. Look at Detroit. You don't, we don't have to look very far, mm-hmm. uh, much farther than our division, and, and who's the top team. You know, do you realize Detroit is top five in almost every category on offense in the NFL? I mean, you wouldn't think so. 
but they are. They're running it in play action. They're running it in play action. Uh, it's what they do, and they do it efficiently. And, uh, uh, you know, now, that, is that old school, too? I don't know. No, I hope that's what somebody... the next guy does myself. So, Dave. Yeah, so do... Who who do you know that they've interviewed? Hey, Tanny, Tan, Tanny, we got we got to adjust this next week. I, I'm I'm getting this is a little bit choppy for me. Okay, but so anyway, you can't he, you can't hear us clearly. Sounds like I, no no okay. I I can hear I can hear you, but it's a little little choppy, Tanny. All right, okay? get better headphones, Coach. Maybe it's your headphones. Well, it, um, see if Jan not, or Kerry have some. I'll send you the address. Send me some. Take it out of. Tell Mitchie take it out of the budget. <laughs> I wonder if it's a Zoom setting, guys. Like Jane, we got we better fly down there and check this out. Yeah. Yeah, yes, come on down. Come on down. We'll have a live show. Just me and we'd Tandy, to, right? Me and Tandy will come out, figure out the headphones, and then we'll have a good we'd time. Have to, it couldn't be just my show. We'd have to do, like, you know, all, uh, all the whole show, four hours. For the year. You, yeah, for the year. What do, you, what, do you, what do you guys work, four hours a day? Yeah, yeah no, totally, four, only four hours. About, about yeah. four hours a day. Yeah, Dave. That's yeah. right. Okay. So we, I, I just, I'm asking. What the, you come on at what, two? Yeah, come yeah. on at two, off at six, and we just, we just oh. go. You just go. There's no work right. beforehand or after. It's great. It's a great gig. Love it. All right. Gotcha. Uh, do you know any of these guys personally? Shane Waldron. Uh, Shane Waldron. No. No. Clint Kubiak. Uh, no. I know his dad. I don't know. I don't know the son. No. Liam Cohen. No. Greg Olson. Greg, uh, oh yeah, Greg Olson, the coach. Yes, yes, the I've, coach. I've met Greg. Yeah, yes. Okay. Do you, do you any any? So I was yeah. a, anything on him? And, and, and I know Cliff. I mean, I go. You know, when I, I was doing Fox College football, I was doing the Big Twelve when uh, uh, when Cliff was at Texas Tech, and we we had some great conversations. No, I like Cliff. I mean, he's got a great offensive mind. Uh, all that's he checks all the boxes there. You said it would be the worst mistake Eberflus could make by hiring. Did I, did, I, did I mention he wants to run the ball or he would be committed to the run and at least be balanced? You have to be crazy. Just be balanced. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Greg Roman. Got to know Greg. Mm. Got to know Greg. Yeah. Yeah. I've met Greg a couple of times. I mean, I was still coaching when he was at San Francisco. So yeah. Well, well, mm-hmm. how, uh, well how about Greg? No, I, don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. Okay. With Greg Roman, because think about it. He left Baltimore supposedly because Jim Harbaugh wanted to expand Lamar Jackson's passing. Right. And, and he wanted to take the next step with his passing game and Lamar. So he, thought that Greg didn't fit that role. So I don't see if, if they're thinking about drafting Caleb Williams, which they are, or keeping Justin, which they are. Uh, I don't see where that's a fit guys. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I would agree with you. Um, Thomas Brown. I'm sorry. <laughs> Th- Thomas <laughs> I'm trying That's to go through an endorsement easy. right there uh, for Tom, Thomas, Tom, Brown. Thomas Brown, Marcus Brady, Zach Robinson. Those are the last names that they've interviewed. Wow. Yeah. No, you're, they're, uh, they're, they're coming up. No, I mean, I'm sure they're all good coaches, but uh, doesn't it get to the point, you know, we always had an envelope, you know, I, I remember uh, 
when we needed an offensive coordinator at Dallas, Jimmy called me in. He said, what do you think? He pulled his drawer open. He had a little piece of paper out of a napkin or something. And he says, and these guys, he said, ah, you know. I said, you know, this guy that I, I coached with at USC, he was a coordinator. The guy's a great guy. He fit in with us what we like to do. And I think the guy's really good with quarterbacks. He said, what's his name? I said, North Turner. He said, well, let's get him in here. Nor flies in, brings all his film, all his books. He's ready to try to get the job, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Jimmy calls me in. He says, hey, let's go to Campisi's tonight. It's, it's a restaurant down in Dallas, down there uh, by SMU. Uh, famous place for different reasons, but famous place. And uh, so uh, he, he says, take Tony and Nor- I'll take Norv and we'll drive down to meet you when I put you know, we'll spend a little time with Norv. So Norv walks into Jimmy's office and Norv tells the story that he's in there about five minutes and they talk. And Jimmy says, let's go, uh, let's go to Camp Peasy's. He gets, he gets in Jimmy's car. Jimmy reaches in the back seat. He's got his cooler, always stocked with Heineken, pops a Heineken, asks Norv if he wants a beer. They have a beer. And uh, Tony and I get down to Camp Peasy's before him. We walk in. We sit down. Here comes, literally, 10 minutes later, here comes Jimmy and Norv. And Jimmy walks in and says, well, we got ourselves a new offensive coordinator. <laughs> so you're talking to the wrong guy when you start inter- talking about interviewing 10 guys, okay? <laughs> Man, oh. no wonder Jimmy loves you. You brought him Norv Turner. And then wait, that, wait, that worked out wait, pretty wait, good, wait. Coach. I got a better one. So now we need... When we went to the Dallas Cowboys, I was the defensive coordinator. I coached the linebackers, and I coached the nickelbacks. Now, think about this. Now, nickel defense was just starting to really become popular with the three wide receivers and all that crap. And then Butch Davis coached the defensive line, and Dave Campo coached the secondary. It was three of us. And we had a young coach, a a guy who broke the film down. Uh, Actually, he wasn't a young guy. He was a, one of the finest men and coaches I went. Neil Armstrong, the ex-Bears coach. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yep. He was Tom Landry's right-hand man, and Jimmy kept him on. He was, he was retired from coaching. The guy was as, as sharp as anyone I've ever been around, but that's another, that's another story. So Jimmy says, we got to get, you know, get a nickel coach. I said, yeah, I got a guy. You know, I, he said, he's a defensive coordinator at uh, – East Carolina, and Jimmy says, well, you know, we're gonna, let's fly down. We're going to go down and work out Marco Coleman at Georgia Tech next week. Have him drive on up, and I'll, I will spend some time I'll interview him. So his name was Bobby Slowick. Wow. <clears throat> so so uh, I, I get it set up with Bobby, and so we're on the field. We're in the end zone uh, at Georgia Tech. Marco Coleman, who the Dolphins drafted in the first round, <clears throat> we were looking at him. And big defensive lineman. And uh, then he comes out on the other end. So Bobby shows up. And uh, Jimmy says, turns to me and says, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, they, Marco comes out on the other end of the field. The weight coach says, we're going to have the workout on the other end. So I says, okay, well, I, so Butch and I, are, Tony, we're going to, let's get down there. Jimmy says, yeah, let me talk to Bobby a minute. So Jimmy's walking slow to the other end of the field. Guys, 100 yards. He turns around and says, well, we got ourselves a nickel, coach. 
I says, hey, congratulations. And then, and then he looks at Dave Campo and he, he looks at Slowick and says, what are you doing from here? And Bobby, you know, Bobby's leaving East Carolina. He's going to the Dallas Cowboys. He says, coach, I'm not doing anything. If you're hiring me, I'm, I'm a cowboy. And uh, Dave looks at, Jimmy looks at Dave Campo and says, Campo, he's about your size. He says, Bobby, we're going to jump on Jerry's jet and we're going down to Knoxville and then we're going here and then we're going there. Why don't you come with us? You're the same size as Campo. You can just wear his warm-ups. And, uh, <laughs> and Campo starts shaking his head. Sure, coach, if that's what you want. So Jimmy says, good, you're with us. We're going, we'll work this kid out and you just, just hang with us the rest of the trip. Then he turns to me and says, uh, go up there and call the coach at East Carolina and tell him that Bobby, I just hired Bobby Slowick and he's coming with us. I said, I'll make the call. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is pretty, pretty, pretty thorough vetting you guys are doing there, coach. Yeah, but it, I don't, I don't know. Did we win any games? You won a lot of games. You won a lot of games. That's how Bobby Slowick gets to the NFL, and now his son is the offensive coordinator of the Houston Texans. Interviewing for head coaching jobs. Four different teams. Unbelievable. Hey, Coach, um, I looked up Campisi's outside of Dallas. Jack Ruby had stake there the night before John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Does that surprise you? Spigs, I didn't say it. I said there's a lot of going on there, and I'm not commenting on it. Yeah, you brought mob. it up, my friend. Yeah, jo- oh, what, do you, what do you think happened to, to JFK? <laughs> well, if, if Joseph Campisi had anything to do with it. What do you, come on, Dave. What do you think happened? Oh. There was a, there's some, it's a great restaurant, and, and Joe, who, the, the father who owned it, and the son, they were great friends. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. Trust me, guys. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what we're leaving where, but that, that's totally fine. Uh, so I, you've told it to us before. I heard you say it to, to the morning guys, Molly and Hall this week, you know, and you just told two great stories about it. You guys clearly hired people that you knew or that someone in the inner circle, as you put it, uh, knew. What do you make of like Chris Morgan is still here. The tight ends coach, whose name I keep forgetting, is still here. So Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are doing, you know, they're on their ninth or tenth offensive coordinator hire, but this job comes with uh, two of the coaches on the offensive staff attached to it. So Shane Walter and Cliff Kingsbury, whomever they end up hiring, won't be able to hire their entire offensive staff. What do you make of the process? I got another one for you before I get into that, okay? Oh, all right, fine. So yeah, forget it, just rolling. Go ahead, Coach. Uh, tell me about we're, Kennedy. We're, Damn it. We're, we're at the coaches' convention, and I'm at, we're at the University of Miami now. So we got a <laughs> cocktail, please. It's completely. And we, and we, just disregarding the <laughs> Go on. You and, go, Coach. You uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching convention in Miami. Fine. So I'm putting my feet getting, up, Coach. I'm watching Caleb highlights. Go ahead. <laughs> We're at the University of Miami, and we got to hire a secondary coach. So we're getting all these names, and uh, there was a guy I won't say his name, but he was a hell of a coach. He coached in the ended up coaching in the NFL, but he had a great reputation. Well, so we get him set up for the interview. I really didn't know him that good. Jimmy didn't know him that good, but a lot of guys recommend him, and we knew he was good. Okay, so Jimmy says, "Hey, let's well, let's meet him up in my." Hey, Jimmy had a suite. He says, "Let's meet him." Tell him to come on up my suite, you know, tomorrow morning about eight. 
So God bless the guy. There's knock it. Now we had hit it pretty good the night before, and there's a there's, there's a knock at the door, and it's him. He comes in, and he's got two giant notebooks full of defenses, and he's got film in the other hand. I mean, the guy's trying to get a job at the University of Miami with us. Okay, so uh, before he got there, Jimmy says, "God, we got to have some bloody Marys, don't we?" And I said, "You got that right." So he calls Don, you know, send me up four Bloody Marys, you know, boom, hangs up. So we forget about it. So all of a sudden, this guy's, his ass doesn't even hit the seat to start trying to interview. And there's a knock at the door. And they said, room service. I said, I'll get it. And this guy wheels in four Bloody Marys. The guy that we are interviewing, he looks at us with an expression that you can't, I can't even describe. <laughs> I'm here with Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wanstead, trying to get a job at the University of Miami. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and these guys are drinking bloody milk. <laughs> H- hung over as hell. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. It, uh, oh, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah all right. Dump, dump them, dump them, dump them. Forget about my question. You got guys thinking. I'm, I'm interviewing here. I'm interviewing here. I'm trying to get taken seriously in this room. I, I'm interviewing him here. I'm trying to get taken seriously in this radio segment. You're not. You're not. Yeah. I, I think after I think after he sat there with us for ten minutes, he was probably thinking, I don't want to have anything to do with these with these outlaws you know yeah that's who you guys were (laughs) all right right. well we will uh pick up the dave wants that story hour uh as we come back uh dave's gonna do another segment with us so let's pour another round for the room please it's parkinson spiegel on the score Dave Wanstead. And I'm always available unless I'm doing something. uh... With Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. Oh, that was glorious story time with Dave Wanstead, as always, hanging out with us because he's available and not doing anything from his (laughs) uh, abode down there in Naples. Coach, you surprised that uh, your guy, Jerry, stuck with your guy, Mike McCarthy? Um. Yes and no. You know, I, I here's the deal: is you got to keep in mind, okay. And story time is a sign. Let's have a little bit of serious football talk. Okay? Oh, I'm sorry, a terrible uh, question by me. Let's get back to the stories. Go on. No, uh, I. You got to keep in mind Monday morning after the devastating Cowboy loss, okay, to Green Bay, the first person that met with the team was Jerry Jones. So that tells me that nothing has changed. And if you think that you're going to hire Bill Belichick or you're going to hire Mike Vrabel or you're going to hire Pete Carroll and they're going to come in and the owner is going to speak about the game and the season and the team and whatever, and then you're going to follow it up, that, uh, hmm. uh, that's not going to fly. So I, I think that Jerry is very comfortable with the way the structure set up in Dallas. So it, at the end of the day, it did not surprise me. No. Well, that's interesting, Coach, because the idea has always been Jerry wants to win at all costs. He's crazy. He'll do whatever he's got to do. But the way Peter King was talking about it to us an hour ago, the way you're talking about it, seems like Jerry likes to be comfortable. And even if they're just doing okay, that's got to drive Cowboys fans crazy if that's the case. 
Yeah, it, it does. But said, and Jerry has said it before. He said, hey, yeah, maybe, but I'm the owner. I'm the general manager, so I'm going to do it my way. That's the way it is. Man. Well, and what's the story with their GM? What's his name? Rich McGarry or whatever the the, the guy, the guy like he does. Because I, I know that Jerry likes having the title of GM, but there's no way he's grinding 16 hours of film a day. He's a billionaire who drinks Johnny Walker Blue. So this guy like scouts for him, has a great contract, but nobody knows who he is. Yeah, and, and he does all the work. I mean, he's doing all the legwork and he's getting all the information like any organization would do. But Jerry is the final decision maker. And, uh, you know, once he presents that information to Jerry, you know, Jerry sits down and he thinks it through and he kind of knows what he wants to do. I mean, remember when they drafted C.D. Lamb, he was on his yacht somewhere. And the story goes that he didn't even have a draft book in front of him on the boat. And it was time for the first pick. And he said, I want C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. And that was the end of it. Will McClay was the guy I was thinking of. Ah, uh, yeah, Will, Will McClay. Will McClay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, Jerry's going to listen to these guys. I mean, I know that. He's smart enough to know that. But then when, when he kind of knows what he wants, uh, he's going to make the final call. And uh, that's the way it's always been. And that's the way it's going to continue to be. Uh, and I think that Mike McCarthy, you know, kind of fits into the way Jerry wants the whole system to work. So he's comfortable with it, and uh, Mike probably did a great job of selling him. And, you know, you can't blame that whole game on Mike. You know, I just talked to you know, defensively. I told you that, yep. you know, they were in a nickel defense, and they're running the ball down your throat. So Dan Quinn, he's got to take some of that, and the players also have to. So there's, uh, there's plenty of blame. When you get beat like they did, there's plenty to go around. So, Coach, after you wore a Michigan sweatshirt the morning after the national championship in here with Mully and Hall, you texted the picture to Jim Harbaugh. Has he, yep. has he texted you a picture uh, of him wearing a Chargers sweatshirt yet? No, no. I will tell you this. No, I, he just he loved the picture, though. Trust me. We, but, uh, no, I haven't talked to Jim or texted with Jim or anything in the last week. I have no idea what he's thinking. I see where he's, you know, obviously been just what you guys see, you know, Atlanta, the Chargers. Uh, well, it looks and like it, it looks like he's going to be the Chargers coach, and Belichick might be the Falcons coach. Which one of those surprises you more, if either? Neither, neither. I mean, you know, Rich McKay. You know, God, I've known Rich for when I was at the Bears. Rich was a GM. You know, I, I when I was in college. Rich was a general manager of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was down there with his dad, you know, the, 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 uh, the yeah. famous USC coach, you know, John McCain, the founder of the Bucks, first coach. So Rich has been around. Rich is kind of our era, I, I say. So I could see him and Belichick sitting down and having conversations about how things were done as compared to now, how players were as compared to now, on and on and on. And I can see Bill being very comfortable and Rich being very comfortable in Atlanta with uh, with their personalities because of their backgrounds and, and where they come from. So that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Jim, I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I did a show today with Hub Arkish. You know, we all know Hub and Hub's a Michigan grad. And he said that there is a chance he's talking to people that uh, Michigan is making a hard push to keep Jim. Maybe that happens. I don't know. I, I don't know that 
uh, hmm. one way or another, but we'll see. I, I don't think anything's been decided on the Chargers end of it or or obviously Jim's end, but, um, you know, until it's all decided and dotted and all that stuff, uh, anything could happen. You think Bill Belichick would want to coach Justin Fields in Atlanta? Well, all I can tell you is Bill Belichick, wherever he's at, they're going to run the ball and they're going to play defense. That's the starting point. And they can do both of those things tonight in Atlanta. Yes, he's got to figure out the quarterback thing. The number one thing with quarterback with him, and I know him fairly well, the guy, you can't turn the ball over. You turn the football over, you will not survive there uh, with Belichick. So that's how he's looking at quarterbacks. Sure, you, you, everybody would love to get Tom Brady. There's no question about that. I mean, that's – but if you don't have Tom Brady, you better have a quarterback that that won't turn the football over. So, you know, how's he looking at Justin in that light? I don't know. Hey, Coach, um, I was wondering how you feel about personality mixes on a coaching staff. Like, I'd heard some stories this year about Philly that, like – you know, that it used to be the way they were set up that the OC Shane Steichen would go in there and rip everybody if the offense wasn't doing things good. And then the players would go back to their positional rooms and the positional coaches would be like, hey, it's okay. You're all right. You know, like, you know what you're doing. Well, like playing a little good cop, bad cop. And I'm wondering how much that happens on a coaching staff, that somebody would light them up and the other guy's got to be there to kind of pick them up, catch them, and get them feeling good again. Yeah, I, I think that's all good. I don't have a problem with that space, as long as they're not undermining uh, the the coach from a standpoint. If the guy says, no, you, you, you know, you, you uh, in that coverage, you got to be a deep half safety. You're not supposed to be up there shallow in the flat. And you go in and say, ah, oh, that's okay. You can be, you can be up in the shallow in the flat. Don't worry about it. As long as it's no, you know, but as far as personalities, hey, don't overreact. You know, he just gets a little upset. We're all on the same page. We'll get that corrected. There's no problem with that. That goes on probably. I think that's, that could be healthy. It really could be healthy. Were you the good cop or the bad cop, coach? Well, it kind of depended, you know, I, I don't, de- depends. Uh, um, I guess on who you talk to and what the situation was. I, I played both. I've worn both hats. Trust me on that a bunch of times. Huh. He was smoking cigarettes with guys in the film room of the U. He was a good cop. That's a good cop there. <laughs> that, 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 that's, a, that's a good cop. I suppose, but I, I'm trying to picture you lighting up somebody's ass for being bad in coverage, coach. Oh God! Yes, yeah, probably, probably more so than than I wanted to, to be quite honest with you. You know, and uh, uh, but no, it, it uh, and, and and you know what players can take it and which ones can't. I mean, that's all that's all part of it. You know, I mean, you you don't want to light somebody up and have storm out of your room and don't have them for next week's game. I mean, you're not going to be that dumb, you know. So uh, you kind of pick and choose. Uh, you always love when somebody that's not playing very much shows up late or does something wrong. That's the guys you're looking for, right? That's the guys you can go up one side and down the other. You just always hope that it was never, uh, you know, one of your stars. I mean, that's, that's the thing you always have to try to avoid, in my opinion. 
All right, you want to pick? Uh, I know we're not doing the official thing here, but I'm just curious. You got any upsets this weekend, Dave? Well, the only upset I would probably have, and I don't even know what the spread is on. I don't have it in front of me. I like Kansas City to upset Buffalo in Buffalo. Wow. Uh, you know, the weather the weather's not going to be a factor for either team. They're both running the ball okay. Uh, Last week, Kansas City's receivers, Rice and those guys start catching the ball better. I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, I, I think that Patrick Mahomes is playing. I like Kansas City's defense better than than Buffalo's. And I just think that, that Patrick Mahomes kind of is playing with house money. I mean, the pressure is on, you know, Josh Allen to get this done and, I just got a feeling that somehow that uh, Mahomes finds a way to get it done. All right. Chiefs plus two and a half. Dave wants that on the record. Hey, Coach, would you be surprised? I just looked this up on the fly. Cliff Kingsbury's first three years at the Arizona Cardinals. You ready? Give me it. The Cardinals in year one with Kingsbury, 10th in rushing yards in the NFL. Year two, 7th in rushing yards in the NFL. Year three, 10th in rushing yards. In the NFL, I could look at carries and check that out. But in terms of production, in terms of rushing yards, top 10 rushing offense all three years, his first three seasons. Well, you know what, Spigs? Yeah. Offer offer him the job. <laughs> Just hire him. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you convinced me. <laughs> Now I'm out. My coach, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have that kind of you power. Got, I should. Speak, speak. You got your man. It's done. I love it. All what right. are we talking about? Boy, that was just wasted. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. That's right. I, and, and guess what? Cliff is a great guy. I mean, you guys would love him. We, we you would love him. He's a good guy, good person. You gave me those stats. I was not aware of that. So I would say, offer him the job. Okay, coach. Nothing is wasted when we're talking to you, Dave. Thank you, sir. <laughs> See you guys. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, All nice. right. He's unbelievable. That's Dave Wadstead. <laughs> Sorry about that, coach. You just you just convinced him. Yeah, I got him. Just Hire like him. that. Bing, bang, boom. I always worry when Dave's not here. I'm like, eh, this could be something lost in translation. He's on Zoom. He's in Naples. He's not in studio. Hey, he chooses it's, what he wants to translate. Something's not gonna not gonna be there. No. He drives that bus. That guy. So good. Oh, it's amazing. That is an all timer moment. You ask a question you've been thinking about. You craft it. You put it out there. He just completely blows it off. It's like, well, you know, before we get to that, I got another one for you. Another story. <laughs> I don't even know how that story connected to the last story. But it, it, it was. It didn't. It, okay, I think yeah. it did. It was. It was the shenanigans <laughs> of coaching staff hiring. It was just the thing they hired people while drinking. How, I think. I think was what the story was. Like. How unseriously they took the job <laughs> of hiring assistant coaches seriously, and then some of these guys go on to thirty-year careers in the NFL, and their kids have careers in the NFL. It's. Uh, uh, there's some problems with the hiring practices. Yeah, it's not super, not super <laughs> but excellent. No. <laughs> but, but, no, no. but no, but no, yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, yeah, but no. Lots of but no's. Danny, you want to go to Campisi's in Dallas and check out the Jack Ruby connection? I do, yeah. <laughs> I, if, if I recall correctly, we, we talked about that in our first Boulevard dinner. I think that place was run by Traficante, who ran like the Gulf Coast in Florida, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
I, I yeah, could be see, wrong. That, that might be the place that you're talking about. That's so good. Uh, tomorrow at this time, it will be a much more sober conversation. But, Maybe. We'll but, see. We'll see. Dude, okay. don't predict 24 four hours in advance. Yeah, do you have any lewd commentary planned? Uh, it's never planned, Speaks. <laughs> Caleb Williams' is high school coach, Randy Trivers, is going to join us tomorrow at 4.30. Still is in touch with him all the time. So we will get our first first-hand account of Caleb Williams. I wonder if he's a fan. I bet he's a fan. I bet he's a fan. But my guess is we can get some specifics that'll still be interesting, even from someone who is a fan. Well, and also, just- on Justin Fields, he's with Ryan Day right now. Randy oh. Trivers is currently right now with Ryan Day. All right, well, we'll talk to him about the whole thing. Yeah. Get Caleb high school stories, see how he's handling this process. He coached him in Maryland, so the cold weather aspect to it. There's, yeah. there, there's a lot that we can, the transferring, what part of his success is Lincoln Riley and system-based, what it's he would say about uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Like we, the lot of, I have no idea which questions he will answer well, mm-hmm. but lots of things we can ask this guy. Well, Caleb, as, as some know, at age 10, told his dad he wanted to be the greatest quarterback of all time, and his dad said, well, this is how we have to do it then, and he mapped it out, and Caleb was uh, incredibly committed from a very young age to this exact task of what he is still trying to do. So I'll be interested to find out how that translated to a high school career. So, yeah, his uh, high school coach tomorrow at 4.30. Speaks is shocked by someone participating in the divisional round of the playoffs, and then we will go deep on uh, the sentiments behind the White Sox Stadium report at 5. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Parkinson Spiegel. Sounds like the law firm you call when you get a parking ticket. (laughs) Afternoons on the score. NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend starts Saturday. You can listen to every game free with the Odyssey app. Tune into the score Saturday. The Ravens host the Texans. Coverage begins at 3. Then Sunday, it's a doubleheader. Buccaneers at Lions, followed by Chiefs at Bills. Sunday's doubleheader coverage right here on the score. One thirty is when it starts. Take the NFL playoffs with you wherever you go. 670 the score and the free Odyssey app. Danny the Fibula is a calf bone um, on the lateral side of the tibia. Anyway, it's a bone in the bottom part of your leg. And when it breaks, it can look freaking gruesome like it did when Mark Andrews of the Ravens broke his in the 11th week of the NFL season. And I was shocked to read this morning that the man has been practicing in full and will play against the Houston Texans this weekend that's a quick recovery isn't it i I think everything these guys do seems absurd and they get up from every tackle i'm like how did you do that they're insane (laughs) athletes crazy people using the very best of technology to get better in record time all right so it's good for mark andrews but not for aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) different injury different injury different age yes but yeah that's a tendon and this is a bone. But my favorite part of it is that he took uh, the cue from Terrell Owens, or Terrell Owens, if you will, and he's been using my favorite tool of recovery, the hyperbolic chamber. It's uh, just, it's amazing how great that thing is. It is the greatest chamber that anyone has ever seen. The hyperbolic chamber, you go in immediately, you feel better than you ever have in your entire life. It helps with, helps with these takes, too. Oh, man. <laughs> His performance in the Super Bowl was heroic. 
comes out of a parabolic chamber, uh, I mean a hyperbolic chamber, and, uh, and you know, plays brilliantly. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that he, cor- he corrected from parabolic <laughs> chamber, which would just go in a, in a parabola? Is yeah, that what that, that is? That's what it would do. Yeah. It would just Little be... Z is on it, you know, the parabolic, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the hyperbolic chamber, man. It's incredible. Bill Walton lives in one. He totally lives yeah, in one. Yeah, yes, he absolutely does. Obviously, it's the hyperbaric chamber, but I've always enjoyed thinking about the hyperbolic chamber. Either way, it would be good for takes. You'd, oh, my you'd God. You'd go hang out in there. Yeah, you just, like, filter it right through. Uh-huh. Spruce it up a little bit. Yeah. Like, this take's good enough for TV. <laughs> it's, it's been through the hyperbolic which, chamber. Which station? Seriously, uh, the way that he values TV over what we do. <laughs> exactly, dude. We're doing this. I mean, here we are. I'm we're going to go on marquee and say that? No, Great. I'm saying the national, My dad will see it. national TV, <laughs> the fame and the fortune. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Put it through the hyperbolic chamber. You don't right. give yeah. shows. You that. Get out there. That. My bad. I'm just saying. I didn't see God. that. My dad doesn't watch marquee. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the app. Um, Raven's going to beat the crap out of the Texans? Um, I think so. You do? I do. See, I think the Ravens are very, very good. Very hungry and have tremendous leadership from coach and quarterback. And I think they're going to show up strong. They didn't really play at all in week 18. I know. And they had a bye in the wild card round. I know. So I do think that there is a chance like what happened to them four years ago against the Titans. I think there is a chance mm-hmm. that Rust could have them starting slow. Rust Cole. At, yes. And, and Stroud is on just such a heater right now that. You know, basically beware of the hot quarterback. Um, I'd be floored if Green Bay won in San Francisco. I think you're probably right about Baltimore. And I think Baker and the Bucks are a very live underdog in Detroit. Oh, I totally agree. Baker's got a swagger and got a thing. And that whole team does. And we have seen Detroit look very gettable especially on defense. Baker, the way that they beat the Blitz with such regularity. Yeah, and Detroit's defense can get cooked. Yeah. I I I think I think um, I think Baker's been amazing this year and I think he's he's writing a very exciting chapter he's not done with. So I mean so are you pick you're picking him for the upset? I don't picture tomorrow. Picture tomorrow. Yeah, with a, yeah. against we, our we children. Skip, we skipped wild card weekend mm-hmm. and some of the weeks we were on vacation, but we'll we'll bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> Is Owen going to make his picks uh, while driving? From he the car? Sh- he should. He should. You should put him in the car. He definitely should. And it's just, he has no idea about the saga of the car. He just came downstairs yeah. on his birthday morning, and there was a car that well, was waiting for him. How often do you think about how a car that you bought became available? I, I, I don't. Yeah. I know. No, it's you just, don't. You it's, just drive it. Yeah, he doesn't know. So where did Owen drive that car last night? Just Vegas. In the house, just in the house. Vegas. In the house? In the house? Just, just, okay. yeah, just yeah. in the house. All right, so how, how those, floor, I, I, how those did, floors doing? It's not I great. I did happen to comment on Steph's Instagram post saying we were told yeah. that car was going to stay outside, and Marta liked the comment. Okay. So I think Marta might be a little frustrated that the— Nice to meet you, Marta. Let's not, let's not get Happy into the inner birthday, dynamics Daddy. about whether or not the nanny is frustrated about the new toy. Hey. Instagram's public. Instagram's public. That's true. Marta. Where, where is she? Maybe she maybe. wants the car to be outside. She's frustrated that it's that it's inside. Maybe it's she's just flirt, flirting with you, liking your comments no, to get you to notice. No, I'm not. Talk I'm about her on the not radio. Not open to that. I didn't say you were open to it. I just. I think. I don't know what's happening. I think that. Same speaks same. Right? <laughs> Ted, I don't know what's happening. I don't. I don't. I don't know about any of it. I'm like Jack McDowell.
frankly, right now. Hey, no, I don't d- know what's d- happening no, with Eddie. No, 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 no. Don't talk about us. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I brought that up. That's on me for talking about it's us. Too long. Optimism for the White Sox. Is it possible that we can have that feeling last at least 15 minutes talking about this new stadium project? <laughs> I put it to us to try to carry it through. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. I don't know what's going on with any of it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.